Hello, everyone. It's Elaine Hamilton from the Reiki Center. Today, I'd like to talk through an updated Reiki introduction. Um, for those of you who've been following me a while, I have got quite a few introductions to Reiki in the past. Uh, but today, I thought I would like to kind of come at it from a slightly different angle, particularly since in the last year or so, I've been playing around with this idea or concept of the self-attunement. And I know that has actually stirred up quite a lot of interest with a lot of people. So I'd quite like to talk a little bit about that in the context of Reiki. So right back to basics, Reiki is simply a Japanese word. It means universal life force. Um, it means lots of other things as well as many things in, in Japanese, the words have many different meanings. So it could also mean uh, spiritual, like like the ray and the key. Often the ray is like the spiritual um, aspect. And then the key is like the Chinese qi that is the uh, energetic, the body energetic system. So it's like this bridging between the two. It's the capacity for us to harness uh, a more universal, more mysterious force that is is underlying the natural flow of life itself, of the universe itself. And I know that sounds kind of amazing, but at the end of the day, um, when we think about our own awareness, then it is a kind of mysterious, fascinating, crazy thing if we think about it. And what we tend to do is we tend to get very quickly from childhood uh, enmeshed in our own thinking and our own belief systems and the belief systems of those people around us. And that forms our personality. So we have this idea that we are a personality that is unchanging and unable to change. You might think of yourself as an impatient person, or you might think of yourself as somebody that easily angers or uh, somebody who's scattered or somebody who's who's disorganized or whatever, whatever labels you are putting on yourself. These are essentially just labels. And when we track back to the first time, the first moment you could remember anything of yourself peering out of your own eyes. And some people, they might be able to remember their first day at school. Some people might be able to remember an incident that happened to them when they were two years old. They might have flashes. Like you might have flashes of memories of when you were very young. Perhaps your first memory is when you're seven, eight, nine even. But think about that child and that first memory. There's a certain you-ness about it. You peering out of your eyes. And fast forward now, decades later, it's still the same you. So that essence is really what I'm referring to when I talk about you. I'm not talking about all your belief structures because those have changed. So the first memory you ever had, uh, what you now believe yourself to be, is a very different person. And any ailments, any pains, any whatever that you now carry around with you were probably not present when you were two or three or five or seven or whenever that first memory was. Um, if you have a lot of pain now, perhaps you didn't have it then. Now, of course, I'm not referring to genetics 
in terms of like if you came into the world with certain illnesses and ailments and weaknesses, so-called weaknesses, then, you know, that that's one of those things that you are carrying through life. That is part of your essence. That is part of your biology. Um, but I'm talking about the more mental suffering that we carry around with us and the anguish and the trauma and the, all the other stuff that can often make up parts of our reactivity in our personality. Now, I know I've gone off on a bit of a, it's like, what's this got to do with Reiki? But actually what I'm, what I'm trying to describe to you is to get more clarity around what you assume is you. Because oftentimes what we assume is ourselves is merely a collection of thoughts and beliefs and and old memories that have created certain defense mechanisms. And those defense mechanisms could then start to appear as anxiety or depression or, you know, things like this. Um, when you if you just watch children, very young children, their their joy for life, their bubbling enthusiasm, their curiosity it is is across the board. Uh, children don't are not born depressed. They're not born anxious. They're not born into all of these mental difficulties that we often face, which is what draws us to something like Reiki. Uh, and the same with physical things, like they're not necessarily born into pain or suffering. These, these are things that we take on and often they are triggered by childhood trauma or they're triggered by just events that happen, um, ways that we look at life ourselves. So there's a lot of stuff that we are adding to the natural uh, flow of our own inner life force. And I think most of us can be like, yeah, that makes sense. So when I refer to Reiki as universal life force, it's there's this bridging that happens. If you imagine that the universal life force is completely neutral, it is just the flow of evolutionary life. It is the movement of energy that wants to create life. And you can see that all around you. Life wants to live right? Whether it's in nature, whether it's that that plant that is growing out, out of brickwork, uh, whether it's all the creatures that survive in, in very difficult conditions in the desert or in the deep ocean, life is everywhere and it is constantly uh, erupting into, into its many, many forms. And we are one of those forms. So we are part of that process that wants to live. Now, the thing is, is our beliefs and our thoughts want to live too. They're also energy forms. And so if you think about how this bursts out, there are many, many different thoughts that are coming out of our mind all day long. Some people would say that we have 70,000 to 100,000 thoughts a day. And if you think about that, it's kind of how many of those are we consciously aware of? If you have a very, very active mind, you might still only be aware of about 10,000 of them, 20,000 of them. And so that means there's 50 to 60,000 of them that are completely unconscious, just buzzing around, but we don't necessarily consciously grab them 
and become aware of them. Now, this actually makes for quite an interesting soup. It means that you have all of this capacity within your system to choose different thoughts. And so for those of you who feel very stuck in certain thinking patterns, um, this is a real opportunity Like to really think about this. This, this is just a, a truth. This is something that has been measured and don't know how they measured it, but anyway, let's assume, let's assume they know what they're talking about, these experts in thinking. Um, but there is a huge capacity. What it really means to me anyway, is there's a huge capacity to change many of our thinking structures. And if you imagine you can change your thinking structures, you can also imagine that that would have quite a big impact on your life. Um, so when we talk about Reiki, to come back into Reiki, I really am flying off. It's it's amazing to me what what comes out sometimes when I put on the record. <laughs> this stuff comes out anyway. Back back to the Reiki, back to the Reiki. So what Reiki essentially is is the universal life force in which we flow. So we are born of it, out of it, into it, and we will eventually die back into it. Our energy will eventually dissolve back into this universal soup and to be reborn. And when you reborn, it's not like we remember our past lives. So whether you believe in past lives or not, you're not going to remember it anyway. So in its essence, this is what we are conscious of and whatever happens to the soup afterwards, we are no longer conscious of it. So we have this moment in time. Now, one of the amazing things about Reiki, in my opinion, is that it is this direct access point into our most natural flow. And that's the first question to ask yourself is, right, now, right here, am I in my most natural flow? Does it feel comfortable? Does it feel right? Does it feel, um, and the idea is, is like you're, you're floating down a river and you are just going with the flow. It's that term, right? Do you feel like you just go with the flow and everything just opens and you have a curiosity, what's around the next corner, what's around the next bend? Uh, and I would say that for most of us, we don't feel like that. Sometimes we feel like that, particularly when we're on holiday and lying by the beach with a pina colada. Great, now we're in flow. But the rest of the time, when you're trying to navigate your job, when you're trying to get your kids to school, when you're trying to, when you're trying to manage your life, do your taxes, then the it doesn't feel like flow. So the Reiki part is universal life force. This is the this is your flow, and then you've got yourself and your rather uptight thinking patterns. And this is out of flow. So when we talk about being in flow, we don't necessarily mean that you are not doing the right thing, you know, because you're anxious. So therefore you need to change your life. I mean, this isn't actually what we're talking about. We're talking about you are sitting in your flow. Let's say you're on your river, you're sitting in your flow and you're either scrabbling the oar, trying to get back upstream, or you're trying to get to the side, or you're trying to manage thinking what 
what could happen next. Maybe there's rapids, maybe there's this, maybe there's that. So the whole body is tense and you're paddling frantically backwards and forwards, trying to control something that essentially is unseen because it's around the corner, right? Or you're trying to go backwards to part of the scenery upstream that you enjoyed. And so you're trying to grab hold of that, trying to keep hold of that. But of course, the river is flowing forwards, like time goes forwards. Whatever happens, happens, and we're on to the next thing. So when we discuss flow and we talk about flow, again, a very overused thing, be in the present. Well, you can't actually be in the present. You are in the present. (laughs) It's not like you can be in it. You are it. So this present moment is what are you doing in it? So when you're in this present moment, are you just relaxing like you're on holiday and just curious as to what the next moment brings? Or are you frantically paddling, controlling, trying to, trying to, you know, all this stuff? And that's essentially what we're trying to do with Reiki. All we're trying to do is open to more uh, balance. And I whether that is going to a Reiki class yourself and getting an attunement from a Reiki teacher, uh, or whether that's attuning yourself at home, listening to a audio or just calling in the Reiki, it doesn't actually matter. It's the same process of opening. Now, Again, as I've said in other videos around the self-attunement, I personally believe that there has been an opening. And this is something um, I, I'm very interested in non-duality as well and waking up in general to this whole process I'm describing, like really waking up in your canoe or your raft or wherever you are on the river and realizing, oh my God, not only am I frantically paddling for nothing because I am already being flowed and I already am, but actually I'm also everything. I'm the water, I'm the, I'm the direction, I am the flow. <laughs> so you're paddling against yourself frantically, which is really funny. Anyway, that's not Reiki, but uh, I am very interested in this whole movement towards being more, uh, seeing the truth of what's really going on. And one of the things that a lot of these teachers are saying is that there has been an acceleration, and we're talking about over the last decade or two, of many, many people starting to pop up and see the truth. So there is this momentum in universal life force itself waking up to itself. So Reiki, being universal life force, is simply waking up to itself. And as that happens, as more and more people are using Reiki, more and more people are are seeing this this flow, the flow is becoming more aware. Now, that to me is one of the key uh, criteria, which is why the self-attunement is opening up, because it's much more accessible. And I talk in other videos about the morphic field and how that morphic field is becoming more and more juicy, uh, bigger, more accessible to people, and hence why people are able to attune themselves to Reiki and access Reiki without the help of a Reiki master. Um, So you make of it what you want, whether you believe me or don't believe me. If you don't believe me, go and get an attunement from a Reiki master. That's absolutely great too. Then it's like a guaranteed stamp and you know, okay, I've got Reiki to practice on myself. But if you're interested in just 
feeling Reiki for yourself, then again, I'll put a link to my little audio and you can try that for yourself and just see, just see what happens. And the thing is, it's also to see what happens ongoing as you work with Reiki. Like when you place your hands on your body, the thing is, is to start to notice if there's like this vibrational difference. So as, as people who are tight, so you're either in flow, if you're in flow, everything is open. Like you are completely open to the elements, right? Whatever is coming in, you're totally present. Whatever is happening next is what's happening next. There's no resistance. This is when we are completely in flow. Now, when you put it like that, there's always going to be little moments of your day where you notice, oh, I am resisting this. And it could be uh, something that happens, like you're driving and someone cuts across and you you have this kind of response where you back away. Now, there is a response that is a, a pure um, caution. You know, you're putting on the brakes and you're doing all that stuff to keep yourself safe. That That's still in flow because, you know, you want to keep yourself safe. But then there's that other part, that resistance, which is thinking that shouldn't have happened or why did they do that or what's going on? That is out of out of flow, right? Because now you're in resistance to the fact that somebody cut very, very closely in front of you. So starting to notice the enormity, simply the enormity of how much resistance we have to our daily life. And then let alone all the other stuff that's going on. If you turn on the news, just watch your resistance to the news. It's like all these these things that start hitting you um, and the real issues that that you start to notice your belief systems. This shouldn't be happening. That shouldn't be happening. The other shouldn't be happening. Now, I'm not saying it should happen. I, you know, I'm not saying any of this, but I'm just saying to watch your own resistance because when we're in flow, and we can see there's a difference between something happening on the news and we feel, wow, like the enormity of it and the compassion that comes from it, which then perhaps leads to an action on our part, whether it's donating to a disaster fund or whether it's signing a petition or whether, it, you know, whatever it is, there's an action that comes from the compassion of what we're feeling. That to me is still part of the flow. It's a very open, obvious next step. Whereas when we are resisting something, then what we're resisting is this shouldn't be happening. And oddly, we probably are less likely to do something. We're probably more likely just to rant on Facebook or social media or talk to our friends about it. But we don't necessarily do anything because we're kind of stuck in this resistance pattern. So this is something to really start to notice is when you are tight and there's a tightness in the, the system and it comes up as anxiety, as tension, as panic attacks, as, you know, all these things, it's based on resistance. So the fear and the, you know, the, all those, all those emotions that come up and even pain, pain in the body is, is kind of like this resistance to what's going on in life. Um, so as we, as we start to work with Reiki, what you start to notice is these, these kind of different sensations that are happening in the body. 
and there might be this feeling of movement. Other other sensations are memories or thoughts or people pop up into your head or belief systems start popping up. And this is part of the process of uh, neutralizing. So it comes up, you see it, you're like, ah, okay, this is something stuck in my system. And you start to unravel. So for a lot of people, when they start working with Reiki, it's a very, very gentle unraveling process. Now, it's not always memories. It's not always trapped emotions. It can sometimes just be a relaxation of the muscles. It can be a relaxation of the holding and our tendency to hold certain positions with certain people. That starts to melt. So our relationships start to shift. And all these so-called magical external things start to change simply because we are letting go of these habitual resistances we have, whether it be to belief systems or situations or events or whatever it is. So all we're doing is we are starting to relax into Reiki itself, universal life force, because we are that. So the more we hold ourselves separate from that, the more we suffer because we're not in alignment. We're not in flow. We are resisting the flow. So that's always going to be hard. And the the image of just getting that paddle and trying to paddle upstream or trying to navigate left and right is this constant energy we have to put in to maintaining our separateness. That's what's so funny, right? That we, we're running around trying to be separate, unique, you know, kind of not unique, but different special people. I'm so different. <laughs> we're all part of this soup. We're all part of the same process. And once we can relax more and more into it and we relax more and more control, then we start to see that things are moving perfectly fine without us. That's the funny thing. If you put down your paddle for a moment, life would actually get easier and it would still flow. This is, I think, something which is a massive aha moment for many people when they start to really wake up to what the truth is of what's happening. Like we have, there are many, many things going on that are very mystical. They are very marvelous. They're very kind of incredible, really, but life is flowing. Like a flower doesn't have to exert itself to flower. It, it's just, it's a natural process. The leaves just grow. Like even within our own body system, there are millions and millions of effortless activities, biological, physiological, they're just happening naturally. And when we hit blocks, we know because we hit pain and we hit disease and we hit, you know, mental anguish. These are the blocks that are happening because we're frantically trying to control things or we're, we're having certain belief systems that are really, really stuck in our systems that really no longer serve us. They may well have served us when we were children and going through trauma, you know, the freeze response and the fight or flight and all these things that are, they all come from a good place. This is the thing. They all come from an important place. But then it's like it gets locked into our system and we don't refresh. We don't upgrade our programs. We don't relook at things now that we're adults and go, okay, when I was younger, I couldn't say no because it just wasn't an acceptable 
response. But now as an adult, I can. And yet I don't because I'm still stuck in that program as a child. So there's many, many examples I could spout about this, but it's starting to look at many of these beliefs and these thought structures and these ways of being that are causing us pain and suffering. It's not working for us anymore. And yet we just keep mindlessly doing it. So it's funny, isn't it? This was an introduction to Reiki. <laughs> I've just gone off on some random rant about belief systems. So maybe I might have to change the title, but essentially what I wanted to do was just to lay down a much more, um, a much more, a much more logical, I guess, a much more logical flow of what Reiki is. Because I know that for many of you, you might be thinking, oh, Reiki some kind of woo-woo, like new agey, whatever thing where the energy is coming from this source, this universal thing. thing. It's, but it, it's really not. It's the Reiki itself is always here. Like that is the life force. It's universal life force. So the, the Reiki itself is just a fancy name, a Japanese word for what we are already. We come from universal life force. We go back into universal life force. This is it's universal life force that moves all of life, that that vital spark. That's what makes things grow, makes things shift, makes it's the evolutionary process itself. So that process that 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 unknown, unseen movement of progress, not quite the right, but you you know what I mean, right? It's that thing that that gets you up in the morning and makes you curious and makes you wonder what's next and this and that. But it's the curiosity of a child. It's that childlike joy. It's the, the just the love of life that you look at children and you see. That's that. And that's you. And it's been covered over over the years, if you're not feeling that anymore, or if you only feel it in certain situations, like when you're lying on a beach, or you only feel it in certain situations when you're doing things you love, like a like a hobby you're passionate about, or work, or whatever that you're really passionate about, that, that feeling comes back in. But that feeling is always there. It's just kind of covered up with our, I don't want to do this. I don't want, I want to paddle here. <laughs> I want to paddle there. I want to paddle backwards. <laughs> and that just obscures everything. So all we're doing with Reiki, essentially all we're doing with Reiki is we're balancing ourselves back into our own true source. That's what we're doing. I say all we're doing because obviously that's quite a big deal, but that's really what's happening. So it's an unfolding process. It's an it's a releasing process. It's a process of getting back to your true nature. Uh, it's not like we're pumping in some kind of new energy, not like a medicine. It's not like some kind of fancy schmancy magic wand. It's it's a releasing process. It's a relaxation process where we're going back to remind ourselves of who we really are. And so, yes, things do release and you do kind of get more relaxed into areas of your life. You do let go of people. You do let go of illness. You let go of all kinds of things because none of that was serving you anymore. 
It's like, can you imagine if you were just every single thing that you collected over your life, you never threw out, your house would just, you wouldn't be able to get in anymore. So it's this decluttering, this this movement of recognition of, oh, that served me when I was five, but it doesn't serve me anymore. You know, and it's this recognition that we continually work with in Reiki through a very deep relaxation process. And it's something that you can do for yourself. So when you do the self-attunement, you're simply bringing in, and even if you're Reiki attuned already, and you're like, well, I haven't used it a while. I don't really know how to get back into it. It really is simply a matter of placing your hands anywhere on your body and then just tuning in, tuning into the hands, tuning into the body itself. Is there a difference as you breathe in, you're inviting Reiki to come through your hands and doesn't even have to be through your hands. You could be inviting it through the breath. You could be inviting it through the top of your head, just letting it wash all the way through you. But there's this intentional working with the energy. So it's an intentional putting down the awe. Stop trying to control things left and right and up and down and all the rest of it. And just really allowing the body, allowing the mind to rest in Reiki, in universal life force, in source, in whatever, whatever you feel is in God, if if that's your belief system. Like what happens when you simply rest and be rather than do and control and frantically rush around? Um, you'll be surprised. Like when you just simply be, you'll still get up to eat. You'll still go to the toilet. You'll still, <laughs> you'll still go to work. You'll still do all the same stuff, but there'll be a very different quality and flavor to it because your curiosity will be that of a child. You know, you'll start to look at things differently and you'll stop to be like, Ooh, what's, what's this, what's happening and what's next. And it, without the grabbing, what's next, what am I doing next? It's more like, Ooh, what's next. It's like that. So it's the same, often the same questions, the same things, but it's just a very different quality of energy that you are, that you're focused on. So it's not tight, it's open. And that's really all we're doing with Reiki. We're just opening, opening, opening ourselves so that we can see who we truly are and where we truly are on our own river and what's going on and that level of acceptance and compassion that starts to come in with all of that. So Hopefully that's piqued your interest if you are new to Reiki and wondering what is all this stuff. Um, and if you are a Reiki practitioner already and you've been using it in quite a tight way, perhaps um, there's a lot of rules, regulations, restrictions, do this, do that. Just, just open, 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 open. It's not about somebody else's rules. It's about you letting go of that awe that is trying to row your raft left and right and up and down and all over the place and just relax and see that it it moves itself. It flows itself. Life force is going to open you. It's going to, you are going to grow. You're going to go into the next thing. I mean, it's inevitable. You are part of the entire universal expansion. It can't be anything else. You can't run around and control everything in the universe. It's just not a possibility. And even that belief system is is completely illogical. So start to really question, like, what, what are all these things that I'm rushing around trying to do and trying to control and trying to manage? And, and surely if I just 
rested and really allowed the energy to come to me, then it would it would unfold much more easily, much more easily and much more gently and much more obviously. And I would know what to do. I would know what to do. I would know how to respond uh, rather than constantly reacting and panicking and anxious and depressed and all those horrible, horrible things that we don't really want to be like, right? It's not enjoyable. It's really not very enjoyable. So enjoy your life um, on a raft, relaxed with a pina colada. (laughs) All right, that's enough for me, blah, blah, blah. Hope that was helpful. And see you next time. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.